Revelation 2.11 Ministries. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the podcast. I am your host Travis and uh, today I'm doing a second part to uh, God being the Good Shepherd. So uh, if you haven't heard the first part in episode 7, uh, you can go back and listen to that because I'm going to try to just go into the second half without repeating everything from the first uh, first part there in episode 7. So uh, we are focusing on how God is revealing himself to us. Um, he has, in scriptures, told us different things, that he's a, he's a father, that he that he is a savior, that he is a lord, that he is a king, um, that he is a shepherd. And we're just trying to see those pictures a little more clearly of, of how he's trying to relate to us. And so this is the second part of him being our shepherd. And so we'll just, we were in the middle of Psalms 23, so I'll just go ahead and read the whole Psalms again. Psalms 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever so we stopped in the middle there in in verse four yea though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil for thou art with me um sheep don't always just sit out in a field in one little area they have to go on journeys sometimes depending on the seasons so they have to go um to higher grounds or different areas different pastures and so they end up going through mountains a lot of times uh and when they go up through mountains, if you don't know much about mountains, which I didn't before either, uh, there a lot of times every mountain basically has a bunch of valleys going through it. Um, the valleys are beneficial for taking the sheep through uh, on one hand because it has uh, it is an easier route to go up. So the valleys, you go through a valley to go up uh, and it gets you to higher ground. And it's easier to take the sheep through the valley because there's a lot of greenery there for them to eat. And there is also uh, usually a a clean uh, water flowing through the valley there so they can drink from it. Although the valley is also pretty dangerous. The valleys are darker. There's a lot of predators out there. There's lions and bears and uh, cougars and different animals out there that are trying to eat the sheep or uh, attack the sheep. Um, And that they have to uh also there's natural things like rock slides and avalanches and different things that can happen in the valley that uh could cause issues for the the sheep and the shepherd it could be dangerous going through the valley of the mountain so uh the scripture says uh even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death a shadow of death obviously is well the shadow of death we all have uh to go through the valley of death and it is not easy, although uh, we will fear no evil, for the Lord is with us. We will fear no evil, for the Lord is with us. And you know, um, it says that we go through the, sh- the, the valley of the shadow of death. Um, so life has valleys. It has uh, lower points. It has 
areas that are dark, areas that can be fearful, areas of unknown that can cause anxiety and fear. And we have to go through valleys sometimes in our lives. We have to go through it. And a lot of times to, it's to get us to a higher ground, to become a better person, to get us to a newer level, a better connection with the Lord. So we have to enter the valley, even though it's hard at times in our life, to get to a higher level uh, in our relationship with the Lord and to, to, to become a better person on the other side of the valley. Um, and even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, which we all will walk through, it says we walk through it because we don't stop in the, in, in the valley of the shadow of death. We don't die there and stay there. We all have eternity to look for. We go through the valley of the shadow of death. We're going to be on another side afterwards and we'll be through that valley. And we will fear no evil for thou art with me, says the scripture, because the Lord is with us. So in those times of, of darkness and uncertainty uh, and possibilities of evil and the valleys of life, we will fear no evil, for the Lord is with us. The next part says, uh, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So shepherds uh, in the Middle East actually only carry uh, rods and staff, as they're only two main things that they carry out there when they're attending to the sheep and the flock. Uh, here, more modern, maybe more Western, uh, they would carry weapons, maybe uh, some type of pistol or guns and other things, maybe some things to help take care but over there uh, they would just carry a rod and a staff especially since this psalm is written by king david uh, thousands of years ago um, they had a rod and a staff so the the rod was specifically a tool that was used to protect the shepherd and the sheep uh, it was also a tool that can discipline the sheep uh, the rod um, was used in uh, different ways they actually uh, would practice with the rod. They would take the rod and they would spend time, hours maybe, uh, seeing how it feels. They would use it as a throwing item. They would use it as a smacking item. They would uh, use the rod in different ways. They would discipline sheep. They would stop sheep, like if a sheep was going to eat something poisonous, a poisonous plant or something, they could throw the rod at the sheep. If there was uh, some type of wild animal, they could throw the rod at the wild animal. Um, they could beat bushes to get snakes out or different uh, creatures they can use it as a tool of defense so they would use the rod uh, to defend and to discipline to discipline the sheep and to defend the sheep and the shepherd the rod is a tool that is useful and we can kind of see that um, reflecting as the word of God the rod is like the word of God because it also disciplines us and it protects us we can see in second Timothy chapter 3 starting at verse 15 and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So we see that the word of God is, is helps us uh, correct us and reproof us and, and give us instruction so it, it disciplines us the word of god can discipline us um another part is how it, we can we can use it against our enemies um in ephesians chapter 6 starting at verse 10 apostle paul said finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his might 
Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers and darkness of the world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Wherefore, take on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with the truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, wherein ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, uh, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So the whole armor of God is armor all over the body, and the only weapon is the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. So the word of God is used as a weapon against the enemy, which is the enemy is the one who gives lies. So, and the word of God is truth. So, when the enemy brings lies, you go to the word of God to come back at him with truth. You can also see that when Jesus was uh, in the wilderness before his ministry, he was tempted by by Satan, by the devil, and he was uh, brought forth. And Jesus responded by saying the word of God. And so, any temptation, anything that the enemy tries to bring towards us we can use the word of god in the truth of the word of god against the lies of the enemy so when when a lie pops up saying that you're not you're not worth anything you're not you're not going to become anything then you can pull up the word of god and you see that you're a child of god that you're loved by god that you're redeemed by god that you're a new creature in christ so we come against any lies the enemy has with the scriptures, which are truth. God is truth. Jesus is truth. He's the way, the truth, the life. Um, and so we we can use that as a rod towards the enemy. So shepherd, he, he shows us his, his word. Um, and then, of course, disciplines us too, that uh, anything that we think is right or that we think we're wise or full of pride or we think it should go this way, we can use the, the scripture as it can be a form of discipline to us to correct us on, on our, our way of thinking, correct us on our lifestyles and say, hey, look, this is not the way God wants you to go. Hey, this is this will lead to destruction. The way that seems right to the ma to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And so the, the scriptures can correct you on a, a bad thought process so, and, and discipline you um, and give you a right path to go on. The rod was also a tool to help examine the sheep uh, where their wool may cover certain areas. The, the, the shepherd could use it to uh, lift the wool of the sheep and see if there was any sickness or disease. And, and so uh, it could the the rod of the shepherd could examine the sheep and so does the word of god examine us with our th our minds our thought processes our patterns of life our habits it can examine us and see how how we're doing if we would uh read the word of god and and, and get into it and see um see the the proper way of thinking we get we have to examine ourselves and the staff of the shepherd is a unique uh tool if you will uh the shep the shepherds are the only ones that have a staff of some sort no other um people who oversee animals have such a thing only only the shepherds have a staff the staff is unique to shepherds uh the, sh the and a lot of times the the way that the the staff is built it's uh, each one is uniquely fitted for each shepherd so each shepherd has a unique staff too um and the, sh the staff was used for a lot of things but uh, it was used to help rescue the animals. So a, a staff is more gentle. It's not a rod. It's not for discipline or hurting the animals, but it's gentle. Um, 
it would be used uh you know with a little bit of a hook on the end or something that where it could um grab sheep that had fallen into a river or a pond or a lake or something where a shepherd couldn't just grab them out by the hand they would use the staff if the if the sheep got stuck into a, a deep hole or a little cavern and the shepherd couldn't reach he could use the the staff to reach and pull out uh and help it uh they say the shepherd would also uh, bring sheep closer to them and, and help guide them on certain paths so if a sheep was going somewhere needed help in a certain direction he could use the the staff to help guide the the sheep into the right direction the right path um, so the parallel with the if the rod is the word of god then the staff would be the spirit of god leading us in directions we need to be help pulling us out of dangerous situations um, so the spirit of god saves us from issues um, the staff also brought the sheep closer, like in a more intimate way, close to the shepherd to walk with the shepherd. Uh, he could pick individual sheep out at a certain time to get closer to him, walk with him to be more intimate. And so does the Spirit of God draw us closer to the Lord to, to be more intimate with the Lord. The next part of the Psalms reads that thou preparest a table bef uh, before me in the presence of my enemies. Uh, there is... Um, a way that the shepherd needs to go out in advance uh, to oversee the route possibly that the sheep would go and they can go forth and see if there was any predators any anything lying in wait they it can uh, the shepherd can go forth and try to deter them in advance before the sheep even get near that area uh, the shepherd could go out and check the areas of grass and greenery if there was healthy spots or uh, unhealthy spots to to know which direction to lead the sheep he could also go in advance to find the the good springs of water or um just to see if there was any uh thing to look out for any dangerous things like uh any poisonous plants or anything that the sheep might go eat he could go destroy that or uproot it before the the sheep ever even see it and go there um so he had to go before the sheep to go uh sometimes just to make sure there's a safe route to remove things out of the out of the, the route ahead and so the lord also does this to us he he if you uh heard of my episode episode five where i had talked about how god is eternal and how he's outside of time that he can already see the future he can already go ahead and, and advance to the future and so god can go and see what's ahead of us in our in our walks what's ahead of us in our um, our life uh, in uh, careers and relationships and other things and he can uproot things uh, that are poisonous for us he can uh, m make sure there's certain paths that we go down that can protect us that would be more beneficial for us certain paths that uh, would be more fruitful for his glory more fruitful for our lives individually more fruitful for other people around him uh, he he can go before us and go ahead and prepare a table before our enemies he can go ahead and uh see see in advance of uh, what directions we need to go um the next part says thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over so uh during different seasons the sheep have different things that can harass them or bother them and uh anointing their head with oil is, is actually a type of oil depending on who who the shepherd is it's oil mixed with some other things um, but during certain seasons, they need oil poured on their head for certain reasons. 
uh, during one season they have these uh, nasal flies. And these nasal flies are these nose flies come and they uh, lay eggs which turn into larvae. It gets uh, in their nose and in their nasal passages and it gets uh, it harasses them and goes in their their ears, their eyes, their nose, their mouth uh, the, and they just kind of goes around bugging them and they they shake their head they uh, end up ramming their head against uh, trees and rocks and fences and different things because of the the harassment and the irritation and the anxiety they're feeling from these little uh, larvae and nasal flies and so the shepherd comes and he pours an oil sometimes an oil and something else mixed over the the sheep's head and he it actually uh, stops the, the the nasal flies from uh, laying larvae and stuff like that on on top of the sheep going in their eyes or nose or ears and it protects them so he pours oil anoints my head with oil it actually protects from these irritations and calms down the sheep and uh, makes them regain some peace because uh, without it the the sheep will could also go blind and have other issues with it but uh, one time is not enough uh, it needs to be applied a couple of times uh, because uh, just to keep them off during that season, it, it can't. It's not enough just for one application, and uh, the oil is like the spirit being poured over our minds, because we need our minds renewed. There are things that uh, come in through our eyes and our ears and our nose that that just bother us, that give us a lack of peace. Things that uh, we receive. Uh, through watching and hearing through uh, mindsets from believing certain things that we need to uh, just get the, the the oil the spirit of God pulled poured over our minds our, our focus that we're not um, thinking the same way that we get our minds renewed get cleansed get all the uh, unnecessary bugs and things out of our mind um, another uh, during a different season uh, they have uh, this thing called it's like a scab or it's a, it's a skin disease where it's a very contagious infection that the once one of the the sheep get it they they rub up against another sheep and it just it just spreads to the next sheep and the next sheep and the next sheep and this uh skin disease or irritation uh is also remedied by dipping into a, an oil mix of some sort uh, where the, the you have to dip the sheep into it and it, it just renews and, and, and gets rid of the the skin disease and the issue so all the sheep that are uh, contained in it that have this issue they they need to be dipped in oil and we, it's kind of like they get it from rubbing up against another which is is trying to parallel it uh, in proverbs 27 verse 17 says iron sharpens iron so does man sharpen the countenance of his friend so you can see the bible saying uh you know as, as you're like-minded you're rubbing off on someone else just like a sheep rubs off on another and they spread that so does the like-minded person rub off and sho shove off rub off of their their mindset to you and one of the things we need to do to renew our our mindsets from what other people rub off onto us and the ways of those around us as we need again oil like the holy spirit uh to be dipped into that to renew our minds from how other people think so not just by uh lies that come in but also by what other people say and and how their habits and their their ways of thinking come in in romans 12 uh 
starting at verse 1, says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and not uh, be not confirmed to the conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable, the perfect will of God. So we have to uh, renew our minds. Don't don't let it go in one way of, of thinking, but refresh it. Renew it to, to godly kinds of thinking. Um, the next part says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So goodness and mercy must follow because we are walking with the Lord as our shepherd. He um, is the one that gives the goodness and the mercies. So as long as we're with him, we're receiving these things. Um, it, it, goodness also probably could uh, be said like grace. So it's grace and mercy. Um, you know that uh, mercy is uh, not receiving that which you should receive, like a punishment. We get mercy because we deserve uh bad things we deserve uh, to to end up in separation and hell but he gives us mercy and the the bible actually says in uh Lamina lamentations chapter 3 verse 22 uh, it is of the lord's mercies that we are not consumed because of his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness so the, the bible even says his mercies are new every morning every morning god gives us new uh, mercy. So if you fail or mess up or you um, went away, you shouldn't. If you uh, walked away from the Lord somehow or uh, did an action that you shouldn't have done the, the day before, well, the new morning comes. There's new mercies the next morning. New forgiveness every morning is renewed. And uh, the goodness, and uh, you can see in uh, Genesis chapter 50 when uh, Joseph was sold into slavery from his brothers and then had to go through mountains and valleys of life to end up the second most powerful in in the land of egypt uh he says but as for you and this is genesis 50 starting at verse 20 but as for you you thought evil against me but god meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is to this day to save much people alive so you can see that even though people meant his brothers meant evil upon him the, or they did the actions they they were going to do to uh because out of their pride and out of their anger and out of uh, the way they felt about joseph and his dreams you can see that uh god had turned it for good god had used that uh situation that his brothers had put him in the evil that they cast upon him, the evil they tried to do towards him and god had twisted it for good so that it benefited many people and saved many people's lives It put joseph in the position that he was able to, to do such a thing and so uh the same thing happens to us as we're walking with the lord there's goodness that follows you know there's things that that people try to to, to twist us and do evil towards us but god can turn all that for good he can turn that for his glory he can turn it for the benefit of our lives uh to you know maybe you lose a job and you say wow that was horrible that i lost a job i really needed that that money uh, and then god gives you a better job or you lose a position and maybe that he turns that to something more beneficial or or there's a season in your life where where relationships or things aren't working out and and god's using that time to separate you and and to mold you into who he needs you to be and uh to bless 
bless your character and to, to make you the person that he wants you to become. And so there's lots of different possibilities of, of people and the enemy meaning things for evil to take from you and do you wrong, but God can turn it for good. Um, and of course his mercies, when we ourselves are doing things that we shouldn't be doing or messing up our own lives, that, that God can even turn our own evil to good, the, the, the places that we fail and mess up. He can um, change it and, and turn it to to glorify his name and, and to benefit us in some kind of way. And the last part is, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, is the last part of Psalms 23. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that I think that's just a picture of, hey, you know, once you're with the good shepherd, well, you don't, you don't want to go away from the good shepherd. There's, there's uh, you know, who else will you turn to? Uh, as um, the scripture says in uh, Gospel of John, chapter six, six, uh, sorry, verse sixty-five, and he said, "Therefore I say unto you that no man can come to me except it were given unto him of my Father." From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then Jesus said to the twelve, "Will ye also go away?" Then Simon Peter answered him, "Lord, whom shall we go? That has the words of eternal life." And we believe that thou art sure that thou art the Christ and the Son of the living God. So uh, they were asked, like, when people were turning away from Jesus because some of his teachings were hard to receive, hard to understand, people were falling away, turning away, didn't want to get closer, didn't want to continue. Um, Jesus turned to the twelve disciples and asked, hey, you guys are going to go away too? And uh, Peter's like, hey, where else will I go? You know, you have what I need. You have the words of eternal life. I, I mean, turning away from you is foolishness because there's nothing, there's nowhere else to go. When I turn away from you, I'm just going to go to a, a, a lesser uh, type of understanding, a lesser type of, of lifestyle. There's, that once, once you tasted and seen that he is good once you uh acknowledge that that he's the, the the path you know when you're on the path you're on the truth you're in the way and you're going the right way and then you go a wrong way you're gonna say "Ooh, you know it's not it's not worth it to go down the wrong way when you already know where the path is when you already know where the the right direction is so in the same way we choose to dwell in the house of the lord forever because uh, you know, you already know that he's he's the good shepherd. Uh, other shepherds, other people who will lead and guide and oversee, um, may not have your best interests, whether they're they're human or spiritually speaking, the, the devil or other spirits out there. Uh, they're not the good shepherd. They will leave you uh, in areas that that are unbeneficial to you. They won't take care of you. They won't go ahead of you and protect you. They won't protect you from. Uh, the poisons and the the unhealthy waters they won't protect you uh, from the the nasal flies and all those situations all the things that get in your mind they're the ones actually implanting those things are the ones coming against you so uh, we will surely stay with the Lord but also it's a picture of uh, I think eternity you know after uh, death we will we will stay with the Lord in his house um, we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and I think that's the picture David is trying to put, is that he's going to choose to stay uh, in the house of the Lord. He's going to choose to stay with the Good Shepherd. Uh, so that Psalms 23 just kind of helps you see uh, how King David is talking about 
from the perspective of him as a shepherd because he was a shepherd when he was uh younger and he's he's talking about how the lord is his shepherd and he's using those uh those shepherd terminologies and connections with sheep to kind of show how god is taking care of us so jesus is the good shepherd in mark 6 uh, verse 32 says and they departed into the desert place by ship privately and the people saw them departing and many knew him and ran afoot there therefore out of all the cities and out went them and came together unto him and Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and he was moved with compassion towards them, because they were as sheep, having, not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. You can see as, as the sheep and shepherd, he just saw the people like a bunch of sheep, and they didn't have anyone leading them or teaching them. And so Jesus had compassion, and he started teaching them things. Um, Psalms 100 says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing know ye that the lord he is god he it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves we are his people and the sheep of his pasture enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations in the gospel of john in the beginning of chapter 10 says Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that enters not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth over some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that enters into the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And the stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. So you can see right there where Jesus is saying he's calling out his sheep. He, he, uh, they will listen to his voice. They will hear his voice. They will follow his voice. And they don't follow the stranger's voice, but they follow the Lord's voice. The Lord is our shepherd. So even though we go through hard times and valleys of life, uh, God is with us. We won't fear any evil because he is with us. He, um, he gives us peace and comfort. He, he walks beside us in those times uh, that seem dark, in those times that seem like there's, there's no hope, uh, there's no way out. Uh, the shepherd lead us through those valleys. And uh, his rod and his staff comfort us. He, his his uh, word, his, his spirit, they comfort us. They take care of our needs. They, uh, his word corrects and disciplines and, and comes against the lies of the enemy and his staff protects us and his spirit guides us and he prepares a, a table before the presence of our enemies he goes forth and he he uh removes any issues that might be in the right way that might cause us to stumble or get sick or poison anything that that we may uh, try to be drawn to other than the, the pr proper path he can go forth and and remove it he can prepare everything before us he can uh, prepare and remove enemies out of our way he anoints our heads with oil he with his holy spirit covers our mindset our our life our our habits the things that we get involved in whether it's our fault or others or 
uh, the directions we go. He can cover our head. He can renew our minds, renew our spirits with his Holy Spirit, his oil that covers us. Uh, surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life because God is mercies are new every day. His goodness is overflowing and he's always uh, looking to to oversee us and protect us and, and look at how what's best for our, for his kingdom and for his glory and for our lives and then we will dwell in the house of the lord forever because who else will we turn to where else does there go for god is our good shepherd so i'm going to go ahead and end the podcast there first i'm going to pray before uh, i end it um heavenly father thank you for this day thank you for uh, just being a provider uh, an overseer a manager of our lives the good shepherd who can renew our minds the good shepherd who can uh, go ahead of us and see the paths the good shepherd that walk beside us in the valleys and you help us to get through the valleys of life the hard times of life that you guide us through these things thank you lord for being there with us in these times thank you lord for renewing our minds with uh, the oil, Lord, uh, with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for covering our minds uh, to, to not live in deprived minds or minds full of sin and minds full of unhealthiness uh, with, uh, with mindsets that rub off from other people, Lord, but that you renew our minds. And we thank you, Lord, that you can help correct us and put us on the right path and give us peace in our minds and give us peace and direction. We thank you, Lord, that we can dwell in your house forever, that we can stay with you, that you don't push us away, that your mercy and goodness endures forever, that your holiness is there, and that you are an amazing God, you're an amazing shepherd, and we thank you and we, we praise you. Uh, Holy God, just keep working in our lives. Help us to understand you better and better, Lord. We thank you for all you're doing. Bless the listeners. Help, help them, Lord, to see you in new light. Um, to understand you more clearly and how you care for us and how you oversee us just as a good shepherd cares for his sheep. Thank you, Lord, for all you're doing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, God bless you all.